Is maybe the night the machines might let me know All the stars are closer All the stars are closer Tell me what you gon' do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to the Love Your Life podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsor, Scribed. Unlimited audio and eBooks for $8.99 a month. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Scribed, unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie. And today I have a special guest on today's show. And I'm super delighted to have her on. She's such a mystical creature. I am interviewing Jane Pierce. Now, I've met Jane Pierce at one of my favorite places in the Metro Detroit area, the She Hive. She is a current She Hive holder, and she hosts a couple of workshops over there. But she's also a graduate of the Build Institute, which is where both her and I attended to get our businesses started up. It's a really great uh, few-week course for businesses that are interested in launching They have um, everything that you need to know to be able to write your business plan, find the funding, and so much more. And so I'm really delighted to be able to have a fellow Bill grad on our show. A little bit of back history about Jane, so you get to know her a little bit more before we interview her. Jane is a psychic reader. She's an ordained Tazadi minister and a Reiki master who has been teaching tarot, astrology, and energy work since the 1990s. Her business is Tarot Jane, which she launched after attending the Build Institute, and she uses her decades of experience with tarot and astrology to show the deeper patterns that shape the lives and empower people to create a more intentional future. It's such a delight to talk to her. We are going to talk about a ton of topics, everything from tarot, astrology, some of the upcoming events that are going on with the eclipse, and so much more. If you are in the local Detroit area, some of the places that you might have seen Tarot Jane or can see Tarot Jane is at the Sacred Sage and the Boston Tea Room. And of course, um, she does a couple of events over at the She Hive. So I would like to welcome our guest for today, Jane. Tell me a little bit more about how you got into this business. Fantastic. Well, my company, Tarot Jane, is an LLC, and that just became an LLC when I took a build class a couple of years yeah. ago. Um, before that, I had been doing it a lot less formally, so I'm delighted to have gotten the build class and be an alumni that's uh, made a big difference. Um, I got into it because I had a near-death experience, 
And after it, I had become so sensitive. My psychic gifts had just exploded and they were so intense. I didn't know how to deal with them. Mm. So I started looking for help and I um, was reading tarot cards just before that happened. And my ability to read tarot cards just exploded. So my friend who had introduced me to it, just like took the, take the deck. You do it better than me. So I've been reading tarot cards pretty consistently since the um, 89. And in the next couple of years, I started studying with Caridon Oliva and Mari, her partner, who were um, professional tarot readers. So part of it was getting to know, like, how are you doing this and what works mm-hmm. for you? Um, and for them, they were ordained in a, the Church of Tazadi, which is a non-denominational Christian church. So I studied with them. And first, after about two years of work, I got what's called a Healer Counselor Certificate. And that means that I had some basic Reiki training, was qualified to give Reiki treatments, and what I so appreciate, had the ethics and the awareness of legal boundaries to do it safely. That's smart. Oh, yeah. And so many people get into this and don't think about, for example, um, you can't tell someone to drink water. Even water can count as a prescription. You can suggest they drink some more water. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics suggests, or, you know, the AMA suggests you drink X amount of water per your body weight. But you don't have the right to tell someone. Because that's a prescription. And I think that's the thing that a lot of people need to realize when they're in these service industries. Like, what is your scope of practice and what you can legally and, like, was illegal for you to do? Um, mm-hmm. A lot of trainers will try to give out nutrition advice without having a nutrition certification or, like, talk about supplementation because people are naturally going to ask those Absolutely. kind of things. Um, but it's like, if you don't have that, that certification or even if you don't even have the insurance, that covers your butt for these kind of things. Absolutely. Someone could come back and be like, well, you told me to take a multivitamin, which most people are going <laughs> to, like, that's a simple thing. Like, okay, sure, like a multivitamin. Or you said water. Yeah. And then, like, they come back and sue your butt because, like, well, you le- legally can't tell me to, to drink, as you said, water. Okay, that's smart. Well, or you, if you don't know that that person has a kidney stone mm. and you've told them to increase their calcium, yeah. you've oh. caused them a serious health problem. Yes. And so being aware of those things and a lot of it's just languaging. Yeah. So I, when I teach Reiki, um, I tell people that you're going to, you, that you, first of all, never have a patient because doctors have patients, you have clients. Yes. And second, that you always suggest. Many mothers have found that this really helps soothe the baby, but uh-huh. you can't tell them what to give their baby. Okay. So that whole languaging was really Smart. important okay. for giving suggestions and not advice. And that's what I loved about the church Tazadi when I was studying, and it's still a wonderful place. Carol and Ma- Mari have both passed away. Um, and they were just so wonderful in being practical along with being psychic. Okay. They're making their living. I mean, they were retired, so they'd had other jobs and pensions, but their income in their older years was through um, alternative healing and professional tarot reading. Mm. And they were combining that with a sense of professionalism that I think is so important. Yes. Like being careful what you recommend to people or a basic counseling and not a licensed therapist. Exactly. But counseling in a spiritual sense. So I had training in that with them and I was so benefited my own boundaries and my own overwhelming empathy that they were able to um, make me so much better that I wanted to help other people be better too. So, I would think that it would translate also with the readings. Because I've heard yes. like a couple of times when I have had readings, I can tell that the reader is like hesitant, like, 
Uh, and I'm like, they're trying to see how much information are you willing or, or how much information can I handle? Same thing when I had um, energy work done from one yes. of my friends, Megan. She was just like, I don't know how deep you want to go. And I'm like, just kind of give it to me. But feeling out how much information can one handle at a time and what things need to be like not said. Yes, that is exactly it. And frequently, I am reluctant to say certain things. Mm. So if I, it, it doesn't mean that I won't give the information. But just the way you say it. But the way you say it. Okay. There's a card in tarot that's called betrayal. And that shows up and there's often somebody lying. Okay. But the reading that I had um, in the last week, instead of saying someone's lying to you, I said, you got to stop asking your kid questions that you don't want the real answer to. Oh. They have their own house and that is not your business. Okay. So do yourself a favor and don't ask the question. And then your kid won't have to figure out. Yeah whether to tell you the truth or not. Yes. You see, that's a very different thing than, I think the kid's lying to you. <laughs> it's, it's smart to be able to, to say, and I, like I said, if you ever get a reading or you have energy of a healing, there is that line of how to say something without just being straight up and bold, like, your spouse is cheating on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, okay. <laughs> what a shocker. And I've even said that with a couple of my clients. Like, I... I have a feeling like you need to talk to that person. Like you, like you need to have that conversation and not saying straight out, like, I know that this person's flat out lying to you, but you well, need to have that conversation with somebody. That's the other thing. I, I see love triangles happening all the time in a reading. Mm -hmm. At least, I, I don't even know how many percentage of the time, but I would say the majority of the time, the other person is not actually a person. Mm. The other person is work. The other person is football. The other person is not a person. Okay. So I would always be very careful before saying your husband has a, a commitment that seems to be challenging how he's sharing time with you. Is <laughs> it could be it could be his car hobby. <laughs> yes, car yes, hobby. I, uh, and not, and not a mystery. I'm proud you said that about her husband's Corvettes. <laughs> <laughs> they take up a lot of yeah, they do take up a lot yep. of time. Okay, so interesting. Um, and then you also um, do a lot of astrology. And I know that there's a couple of things coming up. So there's oh, a couple yeah. of like eclipses coming up. Can you explain to listening audience like what they can expect with these upcoming events? Absolutely. So the first one happens on July 12th. Okay. And one of the things is that eclipses always come in pairs. So you get a lunar eclipse and a solar eclipse that always happen together. So we're going to get a solar eclipse first. The solar eclipse is July 12th. And it is in Cancer. And that's going to be a really big focus on the emotions of motherhood. Mm. How is that looking for you? How is that feeling for yeah. you? What's going on in that in the world that's so affecting you? Okay. Um, that July 12th thing is going to be felt for some people as they're the mom. Okay. But it can be felt by men too. Okay. So... The example of the immigrant babies are being lost. All of us are starting to sound a little bit like mom saying, where are the babies? Exactly. You don't have to be the literal mother and you don't have to be a woman to say, really where are the people? kids? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Where are these kids? Why are you separating them? Yes. Yeah. So I want to make that clear because astrology, sometimes when we language it, the moon belongs to mom. It, it sounds exclusionary and that's okay. not the intention. Um, it's a different kind of energy when you father. True. So mm -hmm. some people put Jupiter as the father um, figure, and that's um, very big business and very, um, if you think of dad as being the breadwinner, okay, then that could be Jupiter. 
but it can also be women in big business and women in government, anything that's big okay. and really structured. Gotcha. Rather than just calling it mom and dad. Okay. Um, so that happens on the 12th, and then on July 27th, it, there will be the lunar full moon, so a lunar eclipse. So that happens when there's a full moon, and in every full moon, the sun and the moon are on opposite sides. So you have two signs being involved. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's the last one that's a Leo Aquarius eclipse. And okay. We started that back in 2017, and so we've been going through a series of eclipses with that tension, and we get our last one at the end of July. Hmm. Um, I'm really excited too because the Sheehive is doing a um, class, a okay. summer at um, summer ceremony at the island. Yes, and um, I want to do that to really capture that energy. We're going to do a fire ceremony, which is a help releasing thing. We're going to do stream so meditation cool. to release things, and then we're also going to do some intuitive things. So if people are struggling to figure out what they need to release, I'm going to guide them through some tarot work to help them get their own answers. Uh, yeah, I think that's. All that is really great. And I have that on my um, calendar. I do need to sign up for that. Because okay. I was like, that <laughs> sounds freaking phenomenal. And it's nice to have outings. Like, it's nice to have these outings where um, I've talked to a couple of other podcast guests. And it's just like having a try with people that kind of get you. And your other friends are like, yeah, you're like, you've gone off oh, the yeah. deep end somewhere. You lost me when you were talking about, like, your spirituality. And it's like, you know what? That's fine. Cool. I'm going to be with a group of ladies who understand me, and I can scream at the top of my lungs and burn stuff. And- <laughs> oh, this is the so, – so in our scream meditation, which is a lot like some other therapeutic um, techniques people use uh-huh. of releasing through their voice. There's a whole lot of times we have to bite our tongue oh. or, or other ways not speak in our true voice, mm-hmm. and this is one of those times. So – um, sometimes at scream meditation, people scream, but sometimes they say the F-bomb a lot because there's an awful lot of F-bombs I have not said in front of my children when <laughs> they were little. That maybe I've stored up too many. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I remember when I first time I had um, some energy work done, they were like, your, your throat chakra is very closed up. And she kept saying, so like, you have truths that you need to tell to people, but you're too afraid to say them because you're afraid of how they will handle the information that you need to have. And it was like that for maybe the first two sessions until I let something off my chest, but I had to figure out a way to phrase it to the person who was fragile without upsetting them and possibly losing uh, friendship with that person. Mm -hmm. Um, And now I have the podcast, so now I'm like, say what I want to say. <laughs> my husband was like, there's certain things that you probably, I'm like, it's my show. <laughs> I said, what I want to say is my show. I am opening up my throat chakra right now. I am doing my screen meditation. If I want to say an F word, it's a thing called explicit. I can push a little button and it <laughs> now becomes an explicit show. So feel free. Let me know. I can push a little explicit button if you want to drop an F bomb on our show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so when we've been doing screen meditation for the last couple of months here, people have started saying that they want to move um, while they're doing the screen meditation. They oh, get okay. it out of their body. So like physically know, move, yeah. Physically move, yeah. So not just move the energy out with their voice, but stomp their feet or do something like that. So um, my family has a couple acres on Harsons Island, mm. and so we're going to go out there um, before the plate, before um, the bugs hit because there are some mosquitoes. We'll oh, be inside yeah. during mosquito peak time. Um, we're going to um, greet each other. We're going to have some food. We're going to do screen meditation. Maybe not in that order. Um, <laughs> and, and move our bodies. Okay. 
And then we'll go inside. We'll do some um, more reflective things. Okay. And then we're going to have a big bonfire. Can we break some stuff? <laughs> I know some people have mentioned that they oh, want to like throw some stuff, like break some plates and stuff. Absolutely. Can we, can we break some stuff? That would be... That we would can. Be Usually I do it with um, fruit out there. Oh. So you mentioned that, like watermelons and stuff. Yes. Smash them out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you leave them behind and the deer eat them. So you're you're being very environmentally friendly. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Being very environmentally. You're giving back to the (laughs) earth. So you can laugh to frustration. With rotten tomatoes, maybe. But if it's back to the earth, it's A-OK. It's the cycle of life, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. so tell me a little bit about where you teach. Um, I know you teach like tarot. You also teach the Reiki. So some of the places in the Metro Detroit area. And if you do anything like virtually too. Yes, I do. Okay. I um, do some Zoom classes. And certainly I've done uh, astrology does it fantastic via Zoom. Because oh, I can imagine. share my screen. Yes. So I send somebody 30 pages of write-ups about their chart and, and descriptions. And then we get on Zoom and I pull the, their chart up on my screen yeah. and then they can see me talking about it and it's easy to record. So I do that a lot. A lot of, I have a number of clients that don't live in the area okay. and that are all through Zoom. Zoom um, is so amazing. I love that. I love that yeah. place. Yes. <laughs> great <laughs> technology. Bravo Zoom. <laughs> yes. They did a great job. I really love how it bring us together because it's so real to be yes. seeing the person. Um, I also, in addition to the Sheehive, which I, this is my favorite place to teach. I'm going to say I'm biased. <laughs> the Sheehive has just been a place I've been looking for forever. Mm. I've never been in a group where, honestly, almost everybody, and I, I got to say almost because I haven't met anyone I didn't like, okay. but I guess it's possible. But really, everybody here is considerate. Mm-hmm. Everybody here is kind. I don't, I, I see these offers of help and these reaching out and there's a nurturing environment that is just amazing. In any class I've ever taught, there's cancellations. With the Sheehive, I get a note that says, I got to cancel. Could you give my ticket away? Yeah. Different. You know, and there's it's a different vibe. Yeah. And it's very, what I like about it is everyone is always on this venture of trying to learn more. Um, so, like, when we have our book club and mm-hmm. there's some things that you sprout, I was like, okay. So tell me a little bit more about the moon. It's like, 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 this is something I want to learn a little bit more about. And before you know it, you're like down this continual path of like self-discovery and learning a little bit more. And you have the resources because whether someone teaches a class here or someone participates in the class and that has that knowledge base, you're now able to connect with people that you probably would have maybe never met before, mainly because you just don't have that, that, um, that space or that meeting space or, or you don't know what you have in common yeah exactly and which okay. is which is amazing and the books bring out a lot of different things on um, yep. the topics that you kind of talk about the classes are constantly changing i'm looking at your list it looks like practically every day you have a class we do <laughs> it's a lot we're a little bit less in but july oh yeah because we took the fourth of july week off. yeah definitely yeah um, and maybe not completely but we certainly cut down for okay. july um Summer months is always, yeah, people yeah, travel. So. People leave vacations. And we got a lot going on this month. So on Wednesday, July 11th, I don't know if you're coming out before then, but that's when I'm teaching a tarot spread class. Oh, okay, And we have cool. a tarot group that meets here usually twice a month on the second and fourth Wednesdays. And it's an opportunity for people to learn and to develop connections, like mm. to, to learn with friends. Okay. So... Do you do anything on Oracle cards? Because I do have I have Oracle. done some of the, the work okay. I do works with Oracle cards. I like tarot cards best because okay. everybody's tarot deck is 
got the same basics. Gotcha. And so you can you can choose what deck works for you, and they can choose what deck works for them. And there's so many beautiful ones out there. Right. Oh. But an Oracle deck is not standardized. So oh. you can't necessarily, you won't have different cards in your Oracle deck than somebody else will. Makes sense. Okay. So we do, I mean, Oracle decks are welcome to come, and we'll talk of some of that stuff. Because okay. certainly as the class I'm teaching on what spread to use, okay. and how do you phrase your question, and then how do you find a, uh, what cards you lay down to get the answer to your question. That works with Oracle cards just one fine. So okay. you're coming out yeah. on Wednesday. Okay, yeah, because I definitely have two decks, and I'm just right now in one card reading. Um, That's a traditional yeah. thing to do. I've, uh, I Most people either do a one card reading or they do a three card reading. Yes, yep. Past, present, and future. Past, present, yeah. future, yep. Yeah. I've done those before. Um, um, I have another friend who does what the day will be like and then has unconscious influences and conscious influences. Oh, okay. So it, there's a lot of, you know, you put three cards down and there's about a dozen different ways those three cards can be interpreted. And all that matters is that you pick gotcha. what spots you're putting them in. Now, does it mean anything? I've had this happen a few times where I have done a reading maybe throughout the course of the week and the same card comes up. Is it just oh, means like yeah. something like you, this is something that you really need to, address kind of because I'm like I'll maybe even do like multiple one time I did multiple readings um for other people and then I went to go and do mine and it was like the same card pulled up and then I did another day and then I was like doing like three really, of the same really readings common. and it came up again and I'm like okay how many like I I so there's a couple of ways it could happen and I have had that happen to me I was teaching a class at a place um where people were picking on what issue they're going to work in a ritual mm -hmm. and so I was wandering through the crowd, kind of, who's, who's having trouble picking it out? You know, grab a card, let's talk about it. And I couldn't stop people from picking the same card. Like, I put the card in the middle of the deck, and they picked yeah. it. I put the card on the bottom of the deck, and the next person grabbed the like bottom card. the crap I out of it. I the card a bunch of times, and they still picked it. And the whole room is seeing this happen. So it's not like it was a setup. Okay. And it was that a whole lot of people for that particular working were dealing with... Um, a cold and distant mother and the impact that had had oh. on how they how things shaped for okay. them. So we kept pulling up, I believe it was the Queen of Swords. Um, so one of the things that could be happening for you is you could be having your own issue with whatever that card is, mm -hmm. and then it's showing up in the world. Okay. Another thing it could be is it could be reflecting um, what's happening in astrologically. Okay. So if... A lot of people are getting the Queen of Cups because we were going to have a full moon in Cancer, and that's the watery mama card. <laughs> that might just be happening. That might just be happening. Gotcha. So there's so many different dynamics on it, which is yeah, yeah very interesting. That's oh, what I love about it. I think it's so exciting. And your face just lit up when you say that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And like your face just really, really lit up. So awesome. I should say that I do teach at a couple other places. One of them is McPherson Local, okay. and that's in downtown Saline. Okay. And um, my friend Jen McPherson runs it, and it's this phenomenal little general store. Mm. And it's all homemade or Mich Michigan-based products. Cool. And she has me come in and in a uh, upper room in the store and read tarot cards or teach a class. Um, I'm doing Life Hack Your Energy there. I did it uh, a couple of years ago at the Detroit uh, Tech Startup Week. Tell me a little bit about that. What is Life Hacker Energy? Life Hacker Energy is a collection of a lot of different techniques to help you shift okay. where your energy is at. So I've got background in essential oils and in Reiki and in neuro-linguistic programming and in some breathing techniques. So I pick a couple of those things to help people shift in 
a variety of different things. Mm. So if you get off the phone and you've had a rough conversation, especially if you've ever had to answer the phone at work and then you're like, oh my God, how do I hold this together? I have three different things you can do. Awesome. One of them is use a, um, essential oil okay. because you want to change the smell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe easier and to have on hand is a cough drop. Okay. Because the taste, if you get that, you know, the bitter taste you yeah. get in your mouth, change the taste. You will help shift your energy. Oh, okay. Huh. Um, another thing is, is to get up and move your body because you've probably tightened these muscles yeah. Yeah. in the stress. And so you've got to kind of wiggle. shake and yeah. wiggle and whatever to okay. shift it out. Um, and then I've got a couple of breathing techniques that okay. also help, um, stomping your feet can help your ground. There's, uh, a fourfold breathing technique that can help you be more in the moment. Mm. Okay. Um, so each of the different goals, okay. I already picked three goals. I pick one is wake up, one is calm down. And the other one is just, um, shift your energy. Okay. When you don't want to get up or down, you just want to go yeah, sideways out of that. Interesting. I love that. Um, so let me ask you, um, I know that you're an empath, and so you've mentioned before that you take on a lot of people's energies. How yeah. is there a way that you are able to, because I, I can imagine that can be quite stressful on top of like your own like day-to-day activities. Is there a way that you are able to like relieve that stress that you found to be effective? Yeah, there's a couple things I do. Okay. Um, one of them is having a daily practice. Okay. So awesome. that can that. be look like daily meditation. That can uh, look like a daily cleansing that you do or sitting in stillness. For me, I tie it to other things I do every day. Okay. And I'm going to guess that a lot of people take a shower on a really regular basis. Yes. So I hopefully make myself some, a shower. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I got some teenage boys. I say yeah. hopefully. Sometimes I don't. So I, I mix sea salt and oil, um, almond oil works really well, olive oil, coconut oil, whatever oil you've okay. got in the house with some sea salt in it. And then I put some essential oil in it. But even if all you've got is sea salt and, you know, salt from the kitchen and oil, it's a scrub. Yeah. And then I use that when I'm using it, I scrub up around my heart and kind of take off whatever isn't mine. Smart. Okay. Um, I like that. One of the things I'll do during the day is when I go to the bathroom, I hold water in my hands. And I get that really cold water and just hold it for a second or yeah. two and then throw it into the sink. Huh. And okay. And I feel that heat going into the water, okay. I also let myself be aware that other people's energy, because I feel like from my heart through my arms is where I am the most likely to get other people's stuff Uh-huh. because um, their hands are out there touching. Yeah. And so when I clean that area of my body, just, you know, throwing water in the sink, it helps me. Sim- simple practice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I wanted to try that. Awesome. Do you have a goal that you want to accomplish this year? I have a couple goals. Okay. What um, are the thing I'm most excited about on a personal level is that my youngest son is going to U of D Jesuit next year, and Ooh. I am done homeschooling after 18 years. Wow. So, Look at you. You homeschool on top of everything I should do. You yeah, homeschool. <laughs> You're like, new thing I just learned about Jane today. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I've been homeschooling 18 years, and I'm done. Nice. And certainly, the summer is, is still a lot. Like of a little break for you. <laughs> yes, but in the fall, they're going to go to school, and I'm going to be in the house by myself. So, <gasps> woo-hoo, woo-hoo. 
um, free time. <laughs> yes, exactly. My goal is then on a professional level is to be more structured okay. in how I'm doing things. I loved reading in stores. I loved the socialization, but it was starting to be in a conflict with their schedule and my kids' carpool schedule. Okay. So I'm going to be able to have this set aside time while he's at school. So before two thirty every day, I'm going to be available. That makes that that's nice to have that structure. It definitely yeah. is. And I've been trying to structure out my schedule and also tell myself, like, don't overwhelm myself with, with yeah. too much stuff. Cause I have a tendency to do that. And so on the personal level, I, I don't want to call them bucket list items exactly. Cause I've had them like, but I guess they are okay. the things I've always wanted to do. And so I'm working on that list. And this summer, I jumped out of an airplane. <gasps> what? Was, yeah, so excited. I've always wanted to do it. Awesome. Um, I took one of my kids with me. He's 20. and Because you have to be 18 to jump out of an okay. airplane. And tandem, I'm guessing, right? Yes, okay. tandem jump. Um, so he and I went this summer. It was a birthday present for him. Oh, and uh, in some ways, a birthday present it for, for me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. So we had a wonderful time. And I'm doing some of those things. Things I've always wanted to do, or a couple of things that I've wanted to do before, and I'm looking to do again. I haven't. I did fire walking um, years ago, maybe eight, ten years ago, okay. and I want to go back and do it again. It can you do that low and like the metro. Detroit I don't know. Or? Last oh. time I did it was in, when I did it was in Grand Rapids at a, um. Oh, area. that's still like still in Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm actually it's one of the things I'm going to do. I'm going to go find somebody who's doing fire walking and see if I can put mm. something together because. I haven't sounds cool. done it in a really long time. I've done it before, and it is really cool. The fact that you can walk across the coals of a fire and not burn your feet is so liberating. Like, um, is it fast? I mean, like, is it like a run? There's, there's <laughs> things you have to do. Okay. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I'm not going to tell you because you're going to have to take the class and learn how to fire <laughs> That's walk. That's right. But okay. if I'm really lucky, we'll have another uh, badass ladies supper club. And do that. We will go do Fire that. walk. Okay. Yeah. Find it so that's not like in Grand Rapids. That's like a day, <laughs> yeah, Grand Rapids that's like a day trip. That would be like a weekend. If I could do it on the weekend, but like middle of the week, it's probably, that's a little bit of a, little bit of a hike. Um, okay, cool. So I'm going to wrap up this section because I know you got to get going, but I want to um, go through some rapid fire questions and okay. just the first thing that comes to your mind. Um, do you like tea or coffee? Tea. I don't drink coffee at all. Okay. Favorite form of exercise? Either walking and talking or I'm in love with the Hamilton soundtrack. So oh. the elliptical and Hamilton. Have you seen Hamilton? Like, no, I oh, haven't. I want to. come into the Fisher. Okay. That's going to be an <laughs> Yeah. Let me know when it does because I will. February. Oh, that's my birthday month. There okay, there we go. I think it's February. Check with the Fisher, though. Okay, I will. I definitely will. Um, favorite crystal? It's not a crystal. It's a resin, and it's amber, although people call it a crystal yeah. a lot. I love, I love amber. Beautiful. Um, it is something called sacine, um, saccharine. I'm not sure how to pronounce okay. it. Um, acid in it that when you wear it against your skin, it's supposed to release an anti-inflammatory. Mm. It's usually about 8 10% of amber is this acid, um, so it's supposed to be physically affecting you and i find that it does the same thing for negative energy i i always wear one piece of amber at least and i do not read tarot cards I'm, without some on my body oh that's smart that's smart like get off the, the yep. negative energy interesting okay favorite um you like a book because i know you're part of the book club so a book that's like i love book. the dodging energy vampires <laughs> that we did last month. it's not the best written book it was okay. written by christian northrup she's a phenomenal author who wrote women's bodies women's wisdom and we're actually going to discuss it again. There are so many people I need who to wanted read that it. Book now. Yeah. July 31st, we're doing it again here at the Sheehive. Okay. And like so many book clubs at the Sheehive, the books are jumping off place where we then share 
what yes. the real experiences are. Yeah, we don't and we ever ask really for a donation from everybody because we know that we have to do a slight. We, this is one of our events that lets people from a variety of different people, yeah, socioeconomic and really honestly we contribute very little like actually talk talk about like we have some questions about the book but it's usually our personal experiences with the book and not like well on like page 34 I didn't like this <laughs> yeah. paragraph like we're not yeah, like no. we're not like into that we're just like here's some questions how do you feel about it and some people are like flat out said about the book like they didn't like it other people be like yeah I do like it yeah so and there's that's... another one for this month too that I'm excited to read yes and I have that book for and you I have that book for you so what um, is it called? Miracle Mornings? Yes, the uh, Miracle Morning, which is, you were talking about routines. So, yeah, the Miracle Morning by um, Hal Edrod. And that book got me into doing my uh, morning routine. I did a podcast um, earlier where I talked about morning routines and how effective they were to kind of jumpstart my day. And I absolutely loved it. It, it does have some action items in the back, which most of our books kind of, yeah, pretty much all of our books have like action items in the back, which makes it a black bowl to your life. So it's not just like, here, read a book, and I'm like, well, that's great. How do I apply this knowledge to my day-to-day life? Um, so these books that we typically read at the She Hive does have, like, some little worksheets and stuff like that. So it's like not just, like, well, great information, um, but it doesn't apply any way at all to my life. Um, do you have a favorite quote or affirmation? Yeah, it's um, magic is change in accordance with will. Okay. And uh, causing change in accordance with your will. It's by Dion Fortune. And I love the idea that the most powerful magic we do is to change our consciousness. Hmm. And that changing consciousness for ourselves or for somebody else is really the most powerful magic. Dion Fortune um, died just after World War II, but she was a really powerful woman who did a lot of um, work in meditation and mediumship and um, some people believe that she was instrumental in organizing the magical defense of England, that Hitler mm. was into a lot of occult things and was attacking England. And you certainly hear a lot of people say that keeping the morale up through the bombing of London was one of the most miraculous things that happened, that how, how England held itself together. And I'd like to think that the work that Dionne Fortune was doing in supporting the consciousness uh, and the um, genus loci of England was instrumental in keeping people's spirits up and morale high. That was probably the most detailed explanation <laughs> I've ever had. I'm sorry. I love that. I absolutely love I'm like, wow, that was probably the most detailed like, explanation I've ever had. I love well, that. Well, it's a quote that I keep on my website. Oh, In good. addition to the one that is sleep is a symptom of caffeine deprivation. <laughs> because I tend to overbook myself occasionally. I do that a lot. I do that a lot. Do you have a healthy snack that you like? Red pepper and garlic sauce is my favorite. Red pepper and garlic. Okay. So I think like I take a dip. Red, yeah, okay. I take red pepper slices, and I am crazy about garlic sauce. Were you the one that made the, the there was like a yes. cheese? Oh, yes. The one that had tons of garlic in it? Oh, my goodness. That was, that was awesome. Yes, I do have a lot of goat cheese and garlic Yes, goat cheese sauce. and garlic. That was amazing. I was like, I have to remove myself from this like <laughs> table because this is going to be gone in an instant. And I don't even, not even a goat cheese person, but it was delicious. Oh, my goodness. Um, so a place that you've always wanted to visit and why? New Orleans. Oh, um, okay. So I said something about genus loci of London or England. So the genus loci is the idea that there's a spirit of a place, and NOLA is the what people refer to um, New Orleans as, and that's New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, and that is one of the most powerful genus loci I've ever experienced. Mm. Um, it was on my bucket list, and it was one of the things I did the end of last year, and I'm looking forward to going back. It's this really odd mix where it's both mysterious 
and relaxed. So yeah. it's almost like Nola's saying to you, come explore. You'll be, sh you'll be delighted and surprised at what you find when you just wander. Oh. And so yeah. that, that, that idea of moving slower in the world and yet still having surprise and excitement is a real uh, beautiful blend for me. So, as we're wrapping up, can you tell me, Jane, where can people find out more about like where you are doing your tarot card readings, your events, along with like any upcoming workshops? As you said, you do some of your services online, too. Yep. Okay. So, what's the best way to be able to find out a little bit more about the offerings that you have? TarotJane.com. Okay. So, it's T-A-R-O-T-J-A-N-E and .com. That's my website, okay. and I've got it all up there. And like I said, I'm here at the Sheehive a lot. I'm here, well, once this month and once we're doing an away trip with the Sheehive. Yeah. And I'm at McPherson Local probably twice this month, too. Awesome. You're out in the Saline area. And I do some work at other local areas, places around. But um, Good. I can't wait to share it with and you. And so you'll see it on my website. Yeah, and a quick rundown of some of the services that you offer. So but I do mostly tarot readings. Okay. And I also do a ton of astrology readings. Okay. Um, some people would consider it spiritual counseling. So while some people come to me once every three or six months, other people come once a month and we're counseling as well as um, doing divination. And then I do Reiki healings and mm -hmm. I teach Reiki classes. And then a whole bunch of other classes like like Pack Your Energy. Yes. Ways to just manage some of your healing alternative ways. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for coming on board. I really appreciate it. Um, you can check out all of Jane's information in our show notes. I'll have the links for all of that. And definitely check out the SheHive if you are in the Metro Detroit area and really want to get a better understanding of all the things that happen here. We've had a couple of ladies that from the SheHive already on our show. So if you like the topics that we discuss, you would definitely enjoy coming out to this amazing space in Ferndale. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Jane. All right. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsors, Scribed, unlimited audio and eBooks for $8.99 a month, and Rocky's Natural Body Products. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. entertainment designed just for you then check out customizable streaming tv from xfinity it makes your life simple easy awesome xfinity gives you customizable streaming tv options enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your tv with x1 go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more restrictions apply
Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 